Hey there, True Believers. It's David Hickney, and we're back with Freak of the Week. This week, we're uh, talking about something that uh, I don't even know if it exists or not. I'm not sure. Uh, it's the nice guy. And uh, with us is our expert. Uh, what's your name, sir? I'm uh, Slade Jameson. Slade Jameson. And you are an expert on the nice guy. Well, I mean, I've seen him uh, many times over the years. Uh, he's, uh, he's a total pussy. Total pussy. Could you describe him a little bit more detail than that? Well, you see, when I'm at a bar, uh-huh. and mind you, I've I've slept with over forty thousand women. That's a lot of women, Slade. I mean, and, and just those are just the ones, you know, just the one time. I'm, I don't count repeats. You oh, so forty thousand first time. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so I see the nice guy, and he's the one, you know, talking to the women. Asking them about their interests, and uh, it seems like he really cares. And he's all- saying that these these people actually exist. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why people would say they've never seen them when they end up going home alone. So there's really not a lot of alibis. So you're saying uh, nice guys always go home alone? Yes, always. Absolutely. So there's no chance. For I mean, I'm just saying for the fact that when I'm in a bar, they go home alone. Well, you've been with 40,000 women, so I guess that would mean there's little chance for any guy. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but 40,000 have. Fair enough. Uh, I think uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, open up to calls. If anybody's interested in calling in, please call us in. Uh, Slade, uh, besides at a bar, where else have you seen a nice guy? Or where else could you find a nice guy? I mean, I imagine you see him at church. I mean, I've seen him driving by. I don't actually... Church? People go to church? Yeah, there are people out there who believe in an invisible man in the sky. And uh, I do not do not happen to be one of them. But right. uh, I, I've driven past these, uh, you know, boring buildings. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of guys in uh, polo shirts. Polo uh, shirts? And khakis like at target well i don't think i've ever seen anyone nice at target no it's full of assholes yeah so all right i think we might have a caller calling in uh caller uh, what's your name where are you from hello hi yes yes my name is peter hello peter Yes, I just want to call and say that I, I feel like it's not very cool to like say that nice guys are rare because like there's a lot of us out here. Well, we're talking about actual nice guys, not guys that pretend to be nice just to have sex with women. Oh, never mind. Thank you for calling in, Peter. Now, if I might be frank, uh, I do I not... your name was Slade. I... Thank you, Mr. Hickney. No problem. Um... But I, I do believe that uh, Peter mm-hmm. there has not, in fact, acted nice to... He may act nice to try and get women, but I do believe that uh, that does not work. So acting nice to, 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 to get laid is not a good philosophy. No, they women only respond to uh, misogyny and uh, unnecessary confidence. Ah, good to know, good to know. So uh, these nice guys, um, you say they, I mean, I've never seen one, and I, I, I'm really finding it hard to believe these exist. Well, I mean, and... you did bring up Target, so you've 
Right, and we just we talked about the fact that Target's full of assholes. So, I mean, I mean, I I rarely spend any time in this uh, this burg that you live in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, I have not seen any nice people here, much less just nice guys either. Okay, uh, I think we've got a caller calling in. Caller, uh, what's your name and where are you from? My my name's Jonathan. I'm from Pocatello, Idaho. That's uh, in the middle of nowhere, yeah, isn't it? Sure is. We don't like no people around us. Good for you. Good for you. Now, I'm trying to actually figure out, he keeps just saying nice guys, nice guys, nice guys, but what is actually like, uh, what makes a nice guy, like, other than just being nice? What all do they do being nice? That's a good question. Well, they hold doors open for and for uh, for women and carry old folks' groceries. and What? Uh, yeah. It's... That's insane. Yeah, they they help old folks cross the street. It's a lot of old people thing. I don't uh, associate with them myself because no, because they're close to death and they and they smell right. Okay, well, well, I understand old old people stuff. I get that, right? But I, I, uh, I what do, I do not. What what is uh what do they do with women? I don't understand that. Nothing. That's my point. Well, what makes them nice guys then for women? They talk to them listen to them and uh, legitimately empathize with what they are saying. Empathize? Could you define that word for me? Uh, it is when you listen to what someone is saying and you try and put yourself in their shoes. That sounds awful. Why would anyone do that? I don't know. Women generally have smaller feet. Ah, uh, That makes sense. That makes sense. So I don't think I'm going to try them them shoes on anymore. As uh, <clears throat> you know, I've tried to find some of my size that they hurt my feet. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah. I um, would assume so. Now let me get this straight. So if uh, I like talk to women and I like try to fit into their shoes, which doesn't work very well for me, um, <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to use this to you know garner some sort of like physical connection. With this woman. Now, does that make me a nice guy? I think it makes you a cross-dresser, sir. I'm not entirely sure how the wearing of these shoes is actually going to help you. Well, like you are not. I, I, I was referring uh, metaphorically to the uh, trying to be in their shoes. You sound as though you are actually trying them on. Slate, most of the listeners and, and myself don't really care for metaphor what, you, you need what, to explain things very clearly what's a metaphor next caller please thank you thank you jonathan for calling in i appreciate your time uh call in anytime you'd like uh i think we've got another caller on the line caller what is your name and where you're from uh, uh, yeah m- my name's ned uh, i'm from bloomington indiana hi ned how are you doing uh, hey uh, I- i'm okay how you doing I'm I'm doing great. We're here talking about nice guys. Yeah, I I, I you know I, I'm tired of hearing them like get a bad rap because I, I think I'm like a pretty nice guy. I, I, yeah. You you think you're a nice guy? Oh uh, well, yeah. Like I I I go out drinking with like you know, my my friends from work and uh and like I was drinking with this girl uh that I work with after work and you know she got pretty drunk and I and I decided I was gonna you know drive her home and. Like even you know after I uh, I drove her home, and she didn't give me oral sex, you know I like I wasn't upset, so I think that you know. Wait, that didn't bother you that you gave her a ride and then she didn't 
reciprocate? No, I mean, you know, it, it bothered me a bit, but I, you know, I didn't l- let it show that it bothered me. So I think, you know, the fact that I let that slide you know, it shows that, you know, I'm a pretty good guy. Ned, I think officially you've crossed from nice guy to sainthood. Uh, well, it's, uh, that's, yeah, no, it's, wait a minute, wait a minute. Really Are you nice saying that we have a, a legitimate nice guy on the line right now? Uh, no, I'm saying that uh, I, I don't buy his story. Uh, oh, you're saying he's full of shit? Absolutely. No, I, it's, it's completely true. Like I didn't even like ask her to you know give me head or anything. I, I just completely let her, let her go. Do I was you okay have? Uh, I'm sorry, Ned. Uh, do you have yeah. any sort of uh, elephantitis? That's a good question. No, no, I, I have this uh, condition because I, I was driving another you know a friend of mine home because you know she wasn't. She was drunk. She couldn't drive herself, but and and I ended up getting pushed out of the driver's seat of my vehicle during the the drive home, and you know I I just took a bad spill. So, so is your face wrecked? Is that what's wrong with you? So the woman pushed you out of the car, Ned. Yeah, I I'm not entirely sure why she did. I mean, I don't think it's got anything to do with you know the fact I grabbed the back of her head and all that. But I, I yeah, it's wait, just, wait, 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 yeah, it's completely unprovoked. You I, grabbed the back of her head? I, yeah, just to like uh, kind of like guide her, like uh, sure what to do or whatnot. But no, I mean, oh, I, oh, oh, oh uh, gu- for guide her. Yeah, yeah, she didn't okay. exactly you know get the idea. I, I guide just, her. I decided to be more forward. Where exactly, Ned? Uh, the, uh, I mean, was her house? Uh, was she not going the right? She's not looking for where her house uh, was. No, I think she's you know, she wanted to give me like a you know a, a really nice you know kiss to like you know uh, thank me for you know being a nice guy and driving her home and all that. She's uh, she wasn't naming for the right spot. That's all. It's just I mean, we were doing forty five down Ogden and uh, it's, I, sh- I should have seen the count. I guess. I think this man is in denial, Mister. I'm not sure if this. I, is... I'm not in denial of anything. Wait. I mean, why would you uh, insinuate can anything I, like can that? Can I just ask? Yeah, yeah. What's are, up? Are you? Are you a predator? No, no, I'm not a predator. You, you sound like a predator. No, I'm not a predator. Look, let me, look, let me, let there's me. There's a certain difference between assuming something's gonna happen and then trying to force it to happen. No, I wasn't forcing anything. Look, look, I know this is your show, but let me ask you something. Are you, a, are you a fucking Jew? Because honestly, next just... caller, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, wow, uh, true believers. Um, you know that I am open to all races, religions, and creeds. Uh, as long as you are a true believer and you don't work for the government. I, I am not into creed. We, uh, that's a different episode, sir, uh, Slade. Um, so uh, you missed the opportunity to talk about that, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, I think we have another caller. Uh, caller, go ahead. Uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Hi, this is Kelly from Ahwatukee, Arizona. Ah, warm down there. It is. It's very warm right now. So do you have a question for Slade? Well, more of a statement. I've been married to a nice guy for 20 years. They do exist. Let me ask you this. Um, does your husband have a storage unit? A storage unit? Well, I mean, it's Arizona. If We all have a storage unit. Is it climate controlled? Of course. Do you have an uh, electrical outlet in there? You know, I'm not sure. I've never looked. Well, you may want to because um, your husband is only acting as nice as he is because he undoubtedly has a dismembered female body (gasps) in a a freezer in that storage unit. What kind of an expert is this? fuck, true believers. I know what you're thinking. That's some kind of cognitive leap. I've seen it many times. You've seen disembodied corpses in 
in storage units. Absolutely. Well, I can assure you, there's no disembodied anything in our storage units. Do you have any children? We do. We have three dear children. What does your husband do? Well, he's middle management at Honeywell. There's no way he's a nice man. He's a very nice man. I've never known he's a ticking nice time bomb management. It, he might appear nice now, but any there's no middle management person who could ultimately be nice. He has to deal with a lot of stress in his job, and he handles it very well, and he's always been very caring and an excellent provider for myself and my family. I bet if you checked the pockets of his pants right now, you would find keys that you did not recognize and a large wad of singles. I can assure you I would not. What are the singles for? Well, have you not ever gone to the arcade? Sure, I've been to the arcade. Well, you put the singles in the little coin thing and you get tokens. Oh, we used to take our children to the arcade. Yes, but... Well, what does that have to do with her husband if he's going to the arcade? Well, he's undoubtedly going to the arcade and luring children with tokens. Oh, how dare you? My, my husband would never do such a thing. He is a is, loving father. How could you be married to such an awful human being? I am... I, I can't... I, I, am, I think we're done. Thank you for calling in. Call in any time. Uh, we're uh, going to... Can I just yeah, say, sure. I, I I hope she gets out of that marriage uh, uh-huh. because her days are numbered. Oh, dear God. All right, we're going to take a break and come back after some words from our sponsors. Stay tuned, True Believers. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Get 10% off of your order when you use promo code DVMPE at collarandelbowbrand.com. All right, True Believers, we're back. Thank you to our sponsors for giving us money. Today we're talking about the nice guy with Slade Jameson. Uh, Slade, you say that nice guys exist. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like every caller that has come on has you have had a good reason to believe that they were wrong about nice guys. Well, to be fair, I was thinking that that Ned gentleman might have been until the bit about the grabbing the head. Well, you called him a saint, but then you said you were well, unsh- like you yeah, thought but, he was lying. But he was. ultimately, was I not right in my skepticism? That is fair. That is fair. True believers, he was accurate in his skepticism. Uh, we're tr- still trying to get to the bottom of this. Uh, I think we have a caller on the line. Caller, what's your name and where are you from? It's Samantha. Uh huh, Samantha. And where are you from? I'm from Tempe, Arizona. Did you say Tempe, Arizona? Okay, Tempe, Arizona. Um, And Samantha, what do you do for a living? I'm a telemarketer. Telemarketer, okay. Um, And did you have a question for Slade Jameson? Yeah. 
I, I don't know how you can sit there and say that there are nice guys out there. There aren't. They're all terrible, terrible people. What do you have to say about that, Slade? Well, I'm sorry, what was her name again? Samantha from Tempe, Arizona. Samantha. She's a telemarketer. Thank you. Um, Samantha. I'm sorry that you uh, do not believe that there are nice guys out there. How uh, have you recently been in a breakup? I'm sorry. Could you please speak English? The show, the show takes place in the United States of America. We speak English here. Please speak English. <laughs> you sound just like him. Like who? <laughs> Chad. Chad, Chad, is Chad uh, your ex-boyfriend? Is that is that the case? Samantha, it's okay. You don't have to cry. Chad was obviously a loser. He he didn't deserve you. What did, what did, what does Chad you, do for a living? Chad's a Louisville marketer. He's my boss. Oh, then he is a loser. That's pretty he's accurate. a scumbag. Really. I, I think most telemarketers are. Well, clearly not Samantha. Listen to the hurt in her voice. Oh, is that what that is? Mr. Yeah. Slade, you're very kind. And you see, Mr. Hickney, that's how a nice guy sounds. I knew it, they're fake. <laughs> Would you like to be 40,001? Oh, did you hear that, Samantha? I don't know if you caught that. He's offering his services. I mean, okay. All right there, True Believers. We got a love connection. Uh, I'm sure Samantha will hold on until after the show to get the details of her tryst with uh, with uh, Slade. Uh, thank you so much, Samantha. Uh, Slade, I, I still we have not found any proof of nice guys. Well, you see, what I demonstrated there was what a nice guy sounds like. Right, but, uh, however, just, but you aren't a nice guy. And exactly, that's, that's why she... That makes she, it manipulation. Exactly, that's why she agreed to sleep with me. Right. Because I'm sorry. Hi. Hi, oh. everyone. Uh, Mr. Hinkley has not introduced me yet for because some odd reason. it's not the third segment yet. Uh, you know is that. it not? No, this is the second segment. I'm sorry. I'm on my second glass of wine because of uh, I've been listening to this ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. You do sound properly have, lubed up. I suppose you have something to say. Uh, well, I, I'm very worried uh, about the male populace. Um, also, uh, I just want to dispel the myth that any human being could possibly have sex with 40,000 women in their lifetime. Uh, what? Yeah. Right. Because that, uh, it, it, it just would indicate that you would be having sex with, uh, like a hundred women a day. Wow. Uh, over the course of a year. That's or pretty impressive. Or you'd have to be approximately a hundred years old, assuming you'd had sex with one woman every year. For your I'm every sorry, day, I'm your, sorry, for your, your math is uh, baffling. I mean, um, I think yes. that's impressive. I don't know why that's. I mean, let me throw issue. Mr. Hickney. Let me throw a qualifier at you. Sure. Uh, I am uh, 77 years old. I would have never guessed that. But uh, you know, modern science. I uh, I have the Woodrow of a 35 year old. And by Woodrow, you mean penis. I was not going to be quite so crude, but... Once again, metaphors are not something that I or my listeners go by. I'm so. not entirely sure Woodrow is necessarily a metaphor. Mm, isn't it a reference to President Woodrow Wilson? No. Although he is as stone hard as... 
Never so mind. hard as what? Ne- never, never mind. No, please finish your thought. I'm pretty sure Slay doesn't know uh, the meaning of stone hard. Wait, wait, what are you insinuating there? Uh, I'm insinuating that if you had sex with that many women, your dick would fall off. That's a scientific fact. Wouldn't that make it handier? I'm not sure even what that would imply. Handier as in like, wait, I'm good. Let's let's take a call. Caller, uh, what's your name and where are you from? This is the call of impending doom. That that's that's not a name. Of course, it's not my name. I'm giving you the information that's pertinent to the moment. I am Slade's brother. I I actually believe that this is Burgess Meredith. Wait, Slade, you're a son of a bitch. Wait, the Burgess Meredith? You buffoons and your buffoonery are wasting precious time. Sir, could you could you just get to the point of the call? I, the I'm point of my confused. call, you ignoramus, is that I mm-hmm. have first-hand knowledge mm-hmm. of my brother's shortcomings. And those shortcomings are that he was once a nice guy. I resent these wait implications. A wait a minute, wait a minute. Of course you would. Were you, the stories of the nice guys, were you, were those stories of you and you just changed the perspective? They absolutely were, no matter what he says to you now. So wait, how many women has he slept with then? Two. It's two more than you, you bastard. And I'm happy with that information. I'll explain to you why. The first one was his Aunt Diane. What? That's right. He was molested when he was 14. You say molested. I say I was taking advantage of a situation. The crying I heard each night in your bedroom did not sound like you taking advantage, Slade. It sounded like a little bitch. That was you crying. Um, I'm I'm sorry, Slade. As as someone who has a a, a PhD, I I have many... Uh, friends that I could refer you to as, as th- a therapist if you needed someone Why to Why the hell to. did you interrupt them? I w- it was just getting good. Because I care about other people. That's your first mistake. The second woman in his life was a girl named Tina. And they were together for a period of eight months. He wanted to marry Tina. He gave her the sun, the moon, and the stars against my better judgment. And she ended up cheating on him with a guy she met while working at Target. Because Target's full of assholes. Full of assholes, loaded with them. You're not buying any of this, are you? I don't know, it seems pretty believable to I'm me. not selling a goddamn thing, Slade, you know it's the truth. You were the one who was the total pussy. We're not discussing that. Wait, are you a total pussy? For the purposes of this conversation, I think we need to keep this on track. Well, I think I think it's important that we get both sides of the story here. You you've obviously opened up some perspective on Slade, and he's trying to open up perspective on you, and you're ignoring. Them. I think calling me names is a disrespectful thing, considering I'm trying to educate your listeners. Uh, as I to haven't the... called you a single name, sir. No, I wasn't referring I know to your you. name. Is still Burgess Meredith, which I'm not sure about. My name is Slim. Okay. So Slim Jameson. That is correct. So Slade and Slim. That's correct. We're twins. Identical or fraternal? Yes. Fair enough. The point I'm trying to make is Let me be clear. He's never been Slim ever. I I, I didn't ask if he was fat. It's his name. 
I do appreciate the connotation. Here's the point, children. Have I had sex with a woman? No. Okay, that makes you a virgin. Have I? Wanna... Not necessarily. There are other types of sex that you can have. Oh, you're right. There's what? No, seriously, I'm not going what? to presume his sexual orientations. We'll put sir, it that way. Sir, what is your sexual orientation? That's not fair to ask. I've never had sex with anyone from Asia. So what I was trying to say is, have I ever had sex? No. Have I ever seen a vagina? No. Have I ever won you a fight? Have never been on the internet? Of course I've been on the internet. And you haven't seen a vagina? They're everywhere. No, I only go online to order press board from Amazon.com. Any more brain busters? No, I think you've covered it. All right. The point is, my brother is a bitch. And I like to... being a pussy. I... If I wasn't here in Branson, Missouri, I'd come up there and kick your fucking ass. But I've got a good life now, goddammit. You keep yourself away. Wait, what's your good life like if you don't have a significant other? He goes fishing. I repair boats and I fish. That actually doesn't sound too bad. No, it's wonderful. It's quite calming for the soul. Where he drinks wine coolers. Oh, well, that kind of ruins it. You know what? You're adopted. And if you've never... That doesn't make sense, sir. If he's adopted, then you're adopted. You're twins. Look, let's not get mixed up with facts. Wait, are you and both it... adopted? He's adopted. I'm not. What the hell does that mean? It means this is totally destroyed. You can't have the money. The will is over. Slade, fuck you. I don't know how this turned into an episode of The Young and the Restless, but apparently it has... Uh, I think we're going to have to take a break and come back after a word from our sponsors. Thank you, True Believers. Nerd Therapy, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Hey, we're in a field. It's the most boring corn circle I've ever seen. Well, considering it's all straight lines, it's the worst corn circle. <laughs> all right, as you guys round the corner, you can hear a ruckus coming from the back of the farmhouse. Is this like a domestic situation? Hey, there's a guy in front of him. Hey, there's a couple guys. Are they dead? Are those bodies? They're not dead. They're trying to fight off whatever these creatures are. What the heck are these? It's like it's the Green Goblin. 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 Like what you hear? Hit the subscribe button. And welcome back, True Believers. Uh, thank you to our sponsors for giving us money. We are here talking about uh, the nice guy. Uh, joining me is Slade Jameson. Um, apparently, only having slept with two women. And now I'm going to introduce our other guest, who uh, is supposed to wait until this point, but always interrupts, Elizabeth Maytag. Marin. Thank you, M- M- Mr. Hankey. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, it, uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you know about nice guys? Well, the, the trouble with the mythos behind the nice guy is mm-hmm. uh, they do, in fact, exist. However, they are constantly uh, misidentified. As what? Uh, as nice guys. Uh, there are many uh, sightings of nice guys, uh, reports of nice guys that mm-hmm. after uh, even just a modicum of investigation are proved to be false nice guys. So, okay, so we just found out that that, that Slade here is uh, has not had sex with 40,000 women. Can, can I please just address some inconsistencies in my so-called twin brother well, we'll story? We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but my question is, 
Do you think now that we know uh, his history that he might be a nice guy? Uh, I think the way that he has spoken uh, to and about women uh, this entire time leads me to believe that while he may at one time have been a nice guy, uh, he is not currently. Also, uh, there are many indicators of a nice guy. Uh, mm. The amount of sexual partners is actually not one of them. Wait, so you're saying nice guys can get laid a lot? I believe nice guys can get laid a lot. Women are attracted to <laughs> so, kindness. So what would you call uh, Slade here then? Uh, I would call Slade a product of society. Okay, I would have just called him a fucking loser, but that's that's. Fine. Well, those are those are those are harmful words, uh, not words that you should probably use. Well, I mean, I brought him on as an expert guest, and he he lied to me, so. You're taking the word of a man who lives in Branson, Missouri, drinks wine coolers. Uh, the majority of our listeners come from Branson, Missouri, sir. Well, that's just a sad commentary. Are you insulting the, the show and the true believers of the show? If the shoe fits, look, not the woman's shoe look, that somebody was trying look, on earlier. Look, Slade, I, I, don't, I don't know what game you're at um, going at here, but you don't come onto a show you've been invited to and insult it. Uh, you know, that's a good way not to become a repeat guest. Oh, the horror. That sounded like sarcasm. Uh, I think we should take a call. This, because... this is actually a really, I like what's happening here because I believe that many women have experienced this exact thing where uh, someone uh, seems to be uh, an expert at, uh, at, at perhaps dating or wooing. Uh, and then once the date is scheduled... Uh, just insults fly. Um, Why and, do you have to make this about you? Ms. Merritt. Uh, I'm not actually making that about me. I'm making it about w many women that I've talked about. And if you care to know, I actually have uh, many indicators of false nice guys to help our listeners uh, we, not we, misidentify. We had false nice guys already, like the guy that was basically a rapist on the on Well, the there, one of, obviously one of the false indicators is that a guy will say, I'm a nice guy. Okay, so if somebody says, says they're a nice guy, they're not a nice guy. Uh, nice uh, people nice don't feel the we need to not. tell you that they are, in fact, nice. They let their actions speak louder than their words. Um, also, the top five names of nice guys, uh, as, as Samantha, our, our other caller, would know. Uh, Chad is number one. That sounds terrible. Uh, no, uh, number, I believe we, we already debunked that theory. Number two, please let me continue. Number two uh, is Mike. Mike. Number number three is Steve. Uh huh. Number four is Raphael. That's and terrible. number five is Tyrone. So if you meet a man with any of these names uh, that seem very charming, uh, just be wary, ladies. That sounds like a terrible list. I think. I think. Wait. Also, uh, uh, wait, I thought you indicate... said that those were names of nice guys. No, those are the top five uh, misidentifying nice guy names. Ah. Oh, so those are fake nice guy names. Those are fake nice guy so names. So what are real nice guy names? Real nice guy names? Yeah. Uh, real nice guy names are actually very elusive. Mm. Uh, it's hard to pin down simply because, because... they don't exist. Simply because there isn't quite enough data yet compiled to uh, have the top five Nice guy. I'll have you know that everyone named Caleb is not incredibly nice. I don't know if that's true. Uh, caller, uh, I know you've been sitting on the line, an open line, waiting for your turn to talk uh, because I was going to go to you and then we got into a list of names. Uh, what is your Well, name you didn't let me finish. Did you just interrupt me again? I did. Jesus. I don't, I don't like her. What? She keeps, she keeps inter interrupting and she, uh, she says that, uh, that Slade there is a, uh, is a product of 
society. He's not. He's my product. Wait, are you Slade's mom? No, my name is Diane. Oh, Diane, how, how do you know Slade? I'm his aunt. Oh, your aunt Diane. Well, I, I was, and then the adoption went through, and so now officially I'm not an, an anything anymore. Um, I don't even know what to say here. Um, Slade. I don't know this woman. I taught him everything he knows. Are we talking biblically knowing? I'm saying that everything that was in that Fifty Shades book is something that he knows how to do now because of our time that we spent together. I'm 77 years old. And I'm 88. This would have been, if my brother is to believed, Mm -hmm. that would have been... Sit up straight, you're not sitting up. I can't even see you and I know it. I can tell by your vocal tenure. I would have been very Sit up, goddammit. She's right, you're slouching. I would have been very young when this supposed Aunt Diane and I slept together. You were 14, I was 25. It's a thing. Okay, so uh, we have... Uh, the ages are, are just getting more disparate by the moment. All right, all right. No, uh, no, no, no. We, we have a way to prove And, and let me just say that Look. the Fifty Shades of Grey book was not out... Uh, of course it wasn't out, but who seven, do you think they based it on? 73 okay. years. We have, we have Fifty Shades of Grey is way. not original. We have an easy way to, to solve this conundrum of whether or not this is your Aunt Diane that you had uh, inappropriate I'm sex I'm sure with. this is going to be scientifically uh, accurate. Diane, Diane, can I call you Diane? Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Uh, is there any unique marking on Slade that only someone who's been intimate with him would know? Have, have you seen on his tum-tum? Just, just below the belly button, just on his tum-tum there. He, he has a, a birthmark. Uh, it's it's in the shape of a full Volkswagen Beetle. Okay, Slade, uh, we need to see your tum-tum. I'd uh, rather not. Denial of letting us see it was proven. It's not a show, show him your tum-tum. It's, it's, show us your tum-tum. Slade, show Slade I'm tum-tum. going to uh, politely ask for permission to view your uh, tum-tum. Uh, I'm going to warn you, uh, this is not a birthmark. It is, in fact, a tattoo. Of? A Volkswagen Beetle. Ah, so this is the woman you slept with inappropriately. No, it was a lucky guess. She's from Branson, Missouri as well, I'm assuming. Once again, Branson, Missouri is where most of our listeners are If you look at his boom boom, he's got another one. Oh, let's see your boom boom, Slade. Wait, please, can can we define boom boom? I was actually going, believe it or not, I was going to ask the same thing. What what boom boom is? Oh, boom boom is the other side from your tum tum. So it's his so my but lower back. It's, it's your bottom. Oh, uh, I would have thought that was my lower back. Your bum bum. Let's see your bum bum. I do not have a tramp stamp, if that's what you're asking. What's on his bum bum? You know what's on your bum bum. Tell them what's on your bum yeah, bum. Yeah, tell us what's on your bum bum. Uh, hair. Other than the hairs, tell them about your the bum hair. bum. Uh, underwear. That's not, that's covering. That's not. Being evasive. I don't like I, this. I'm I think ama- you're, you're being evasive. I'm amazed this woman knows what evasive means. He's got he's got another birthmark. What does it look like? It's amazing how these just keep coming out of the woodwork, isn't it? It looks surprisingly like Ronald Reagan, though he would argue that it's Woodrow Wilson. Is that why you said Woodrow earlier? Ms. Marin, <laughs> I uh, I gotta say, uh, you could chime in anytime you like. I'm on my second glass of wine, and I want to see how this pans I, out. I'm 
that's not true. You can't. Show him your bum you bum s- and you your said, dumb You said, you said oh, 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 second oh. glass a good 20 oh. minutes. Also, um, can I say that uh, Slade has been um, leaning over his chair in such a way that I can uh, factually tell you this birthmark actually looks more like George W. That's weird. But also, pull up your pants. He's got a very presidential bum bum. It could be from the aging because you were a child when she saw your ass. And now you're 77, and so the wrinkliness could have changed the face. Well, I won't deny that my ass is presidential. There we have it. Definitive proof that this is the ant that Slade has had, had sex with. You actually I, I proved nothing. I told you nothing. that 45 minutes ago. May, may I ask the two old. of you She's... if you would like to participate uh, in a study that we're doing at our college? Uh, Wait, are you shamelessly it's an, plugging something It's an something anthropological now? study uh, about families and relationships. And uh, I just think that you'd be fascinating participants. No, I, I hate you. You're mean to you're mean to my boy. Um, I, how do you hang this up? Hang you, up this phone. Uh, Turn the button. How so do you, you just hang the phone you up? Just the, you just it never. I, no, the button never goes. No, see, I pressed it. Uh, I gotta, pressed it. Just hang it to me. What? Okay, we should have just hung up on our side. I don't know why we. Uh, didn't. yeah, you could have totally I, I done totally that. Should have I, done I'm that. amazed that uh, Slim I, a, a, wasn't after, there to hang up the phone. After what happened a few episodes ago, uh, yeah, I'm, you took the button away from me. But well, yes, because you're a little bit out of control at times. I have to bring my own chair and alcohol to this. So, if you were a nice guy, you would at least provide me with a chair. Since I so kindly come back every week to try to reason with people. Ms. Marin, you may have my chair. You know what? That is a very nice thing to do. However, may I point out that if you're expecting a sexual favor in return, that is not a nice thing to do. I didn't say anything of the sort. I know you didn't. I'm just letting you know. Would you like some more wine? I would. That's the only way I can get get through these shows. Are you trying to get her drunk? Stop getting up in my Kool-Aid. All right, we're going to take another caller. Caller, what is your name and where are you from? Hi, my name is Alan from Ahwatukee, Arizona. A lot of people from Arizona today. Uh, uh, I believe I believe he's from the same town, actually, as our, our first female caller. Oh, you are. Not Samantha, the first one. I feel terrible. I, I can't remember her name. The one with the storage unit. Storage unit. You had another caller from my area. That's okay, interesting Alan. to hear. Uh, what do you What do you have to say to our our two experts here? Well, I just think it's such a shame, don't you, Slade, that the nice guy gets such a bad rap when there's plenty of us around. I don't really care two ways about any of it. Wait, so. are you saying you're a nice guy? Um, can I just say that I can hear the smarm in this guy's voice, and I wouldn't trust him? What is? What do you mean, hear the smarm? Now that is disappointing. To there is often a way that the nice guys will speak. It's it's soothing. It's lulling. No, no and real it, nice it, he doesn't no, no, sound no, no. anything like nice the way guys. you're speaking. Yes, he does. Let actually. him continue. As a woman, think... my ear is very attuned to this. I'm are you, sorry. Are you woman splaining now? Is that what's going on? I would say that's actually called condescending. Another hey. indication of uh. Uh, false nice guys is using the term woman splaining ever. I've never, I've never said I was a nice guy. That is a degrading term. Actually, I'm on her side with this. The word that we usually use is cunt. She's actually being a cunt. And quite frankly, I've had enough of uh, the nice guy being downgraded in this situation. There's plenty of us around, isn't there, Slade? Uh, 
those of us who haven't had not had sex with uh, another false uh, indicator of the nice guy is someone who seems charming and then once slightly insulted immediately goes to use the word cunt i don't like that word uh, i do believe that um this isn't so much a nice guy as uh i uh, he's frightening alan do you own a storage unit actually i owe several why well um does that have anything to do with the situation slade do you have any refrigerators in there well i have uh three refrigerated units I don't use them very often. You, it's usually once a month. You, usually the you third really month. You really shouldn't be admitting this to me. But why? I mean, it's it's a common thing to have a have a uh, refrigerated storage. Uh, unit. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and ask: um, Have you ever murdered and then dismembered a woman? Now that is absolutely positively absurd. I would never murder and dissemble a woman. Now, if we were talking about like twelve year old boys for some reason, I would possibly dodge the question a little bit more carefully, but. Uh. I'm going to ask you another question. It does question. not appear you dodged that nearly Are well you, enough. Do you oh, have a wife now. named Kelly? Kelly? I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm going to have to cut this uh, call short. It seems I have, need to have a very important conversation with my wife. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we appreciate your time, true believer. I've got to admit, I'm a bit of I don't it's know. okay. I've I've actually already alerted the authorities. And wait, yeah. you called the cops from here? Yes, I I have a cell phone and I looked up. You brought a cell phone into my trailer? <sighs> yes, I brought a cell phone into your oh, trailer. Oh, for God's sake! I'm gonna have to move again. I turned the GPS off. It doesn't matter. There's a SIM card in there they can track. Ah, no fuck. one is tracking it. Also, I think oh. I may have just prevented a murder. That was an admirable thing you did. I disagree completely. Oh, man. Now I got... Ah, you know... It's okay. It's your trailer's not, on wheels. We can move I it to know, another vacant lot. I have lot, to call David. my uncle and borrow the truck to move the trailer, and we have to find a vacant lot that I can squat in I know. I know a vacant lot. I will call your uncle for you. This is my fault. I take responsibility. You have nothing to be ashamed of. You Wait. were proactive and decisive. Why are you being nice to me? Because I want to help people. Okay, we got another caller on the line. Uh, what is your name and where are you from? This is Tina from Target. Oh, Branson, fuck. fucking Missouri. I'm very excited about this. What, you like people from Target? I'm oh, very yeah, excited that this is Tina from Target. Because I've been listening to the conversation. I get that, but you like people from Target. Or Branson, Missouri. Target is amazingly affordable for the brands that they carry. Okay, Tina. I hope you like Massimo, because that's ahead. what you're getting. Go ahead uh, and explain I to do. us what, what your deal is. I'm apparently his other fuck buddy and his aunt. What the fuck, Slade? You are not my aunt. Wait. I know I am not, but apparently I was the other Wait, fuck buddy Tina. you had with your... You had your aunt before? You didn't know that he had had, slept, had, had sex with his aunt? No. Why did you not tell her who your previous partners were? Do you go around announcing that? Yes. You are a freak. He's a sick this fuck. I've been hunting him week. down for ten years. I want to know where you guys broadcast why from. Are, why are you hunting down Mr. Hingley? Not him. You. Wait, he... You slept with him over ten years ago and you still think about him? I 
need to get my revenge on this guy. He is such an asshat. What what did he do? Wait, what did he do? What 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 did he do? Oh. He's a sick fuck. That's what he is. He knows what he did. What we did you know. do, Slade? I'm curious. Uh, what is it that? How is it you are going to go about getting revenge on me? No, I went. No, 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 Slade. What did you do yeah. to this young yeah. woman? Yeah. Well, I do believe it is the duty of the accuser to bring the. Okay, Tina, what did he do? Slade, if you don't know, she's not going to tell oh, you. Oh, I, I, I don't care who tells us. I just want to know. I don't know this woman. Oh, I think you do. But with all those other three, you know, thousand, how many did he sleep with? Uh, well, two. he claimed uh, 40,000. Oh, yeah, the 40,000. I'm sure it's hard to remember two. me. But since it's actually just myself and your aunt. You have no basis in okay. reality for your assumptions. We're going to figure out for sure if Tina has slept with, with I've got a Slade. potato peeler for you. Tina, Tina, are there any birthmarks on Slade? She would have just heard this, Slade. No, no, any other birthmarks? For... Yeah. How many birthmarks he do you like suppose a person has? It looks like a fucking arrow right next to his ass crack. He hates it. Ass crack arrow. You got one of those? I got it as a practical joke. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was permanent. Too much tequila. That's weird that a birthmark like scar. Tequila. Did you pierce your butt cheeks together at some point, Slade? I briefly was a reality television star. Okay, so we obviously okay. know that Tina has been intimate with you. We figured that out. Okay, Tina. Well, what? to be fair, I'm sitting next to him in a studio, have had no intimate contact with him, and the fact that he continues to not wear a belt is why I know these facts. Also, I did just admit to being a reality television star, so I bared my uh, nethers many times. Yeah, that was never aired. I would have found you. And don't ask me what nethers are. I'm not speaking in metaphors. So what did he do to you, Tina? He thought that I was his aunt, apparently. He's a misogynistic fuck. That's... Okay, I'm going to come to uh, Slade's aid, obviously enough. Oh, uh, thank you, You have Ms. yet Mary. to actually give a reason. And yeah. can I just say that uh, this is how, this is why, part of the reason, it's so difficult to find a nice guy because some of them do, in fact, start out as very nice and then are just browbeaten into submission until they are so angry they can't even be nice anymore. Well, I, like I said, total pussies earlier. To, to be fair, we are talking about someone that was having underage sex with his aunt. Uh, he was this. the younger one. He actually, I believe, is the victim in this but situation. But he even said he took advantage of the situation. What now? Did you take advantage of the situation or is that bravado like the 40,000 women that you're using to cover for your own insecurities? I do believe the two things are not mutually exclusive. Oh, he started out charming, though. Did he, he not call you back? Oh, what no, happens? no, no, no. Yeah, he I posed. want some details. Okay, this sick fuck. He posed as a realtor and said that this multi-million dollar house was his. It's all furnished. It was just for staging, and he wooed me over months. And then he showed me some of those other little fun things that I guess he and his auntie used to do, tied me up, and left me there. Oh, I yeah, was... that's not okay. Look, I already told you that I was willing to pierce my butt cheeks for a practical joke. You think that's funny? Well, I mean, isn't it? No, it is not. You're a sick fuck. You are not a nice guy. Well, well, point 
Mr. Hickney. Uh, she she I, claims that I I slept with her, but obviously I just left her tied on a bed and tr- left her there. True believers, I I have to tell you, I don't know. Uh, you know, normally I I try to stay open minded about these things, but we've reached the end of our time on this episode, and unfortunately, it seems more and more likely that the nice guy is not a real thing. Uh, honestly, I don't even want to thank the my nice guests. guy. There have been three confirmed sightings. Uh, in in the in things? the last century, I... they do exist. Okay, well, well uh, we did not get a single Caleb to call in, Mister Hickney. Well, that's too bad. We did. Apparently, get there's no one in. named Caleb in Branson, Missouri, or uh, now or, shot at the or again. the rural you know, we're, areas we're, of we're Arizona. Done. Thank you. Well, not even thank you, Slade. Uh, thank you for wasting my time. Uh, and honestly, I hate to say this because it makes me pained on the inside. But thank you so much, Elizabeth Morpin. Um, we, uh, I really appreciated your support, and uh, please call my uncle. I really appreciate that. True Believers, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I am David Hickman. And I'm Elizabeth Marin. Would you like to get a coffee, Elizabeth? Ah, uh, bye. Freak of the Week was created by me, David Hickney. Apparently, Elizabeth Marin is a character played by Amanda Davila. Who would have thunk that? What? All of the experts and phone calls were performed by a cast of actors? What the hell? I don't know who Lindsay Chimilarski, Paul Hinnick, Elizabeth Grahulik, Jeff Manning, Dave Musto, and David Vox Mullen are, but we're going to have words. The Freak of the Week theme was created by David Vox Mullen, artwork by Nick Mataragas. Freak of the Week was produced by Nick Mataragas and David Vox Mullen. I'm going to have to talk to them. Freak of the Week is a Memoriam Development production distributed by the DVMPE. Development. Ooh.